we are going to be talking about hall passes, honey. Just look ahead. I got my tea. Ooh, sipping my tea. And um, we're going to get into it in just a second. If you guys are wondering, what did I tune into? What is the truth, sir? Listen, we give you nothing but raw and unfiltered answers. We're bridging together basically the gap between communication when it comes to men and women. You know, sometimes we just aren't on the same pages. So this show right here, she said all the time, this show right here is to, to reunite and figure out just the way that we, we calculate and think things through differently. So if you are interested in, of course, advertising on our shows, and there's multiple, hit us up at ads at simplybree.com, and we will get you taken care of. So without further ado, because, listen, we can get to all that other stuff later, let's go ahead and bring up our first guest, okay? So tonight, as I stated, it's about hall passes. We have our wonderful guest, Lakita Smith. Yay. And momentarily, but first, let's go ahead and bring up the queen. Yes. Hey, Hi, queen. honey. Hello. Hello. I you? am so happy to be here. I just want to say thank you guys for giving me this opportunity to share this real raw space. I am one of the realest that you will ever meet in your lifetime. So this is going to be some real shit that's going to drop off Straight up. Yep, just like that. Okay. Let's so, go. <laughs> all right. So starting off, what does a hall pass mean to you? Um, I would definitely say a hall pass to me when we're talking about um, monogamous relationship. If it's in certain stages, a hall pass will be um, maybe a phone conversation from an ex or maybe a text. It depends on the layers of the relationship, the status, where you guys are. But for me, I would definitely say a hall pass is nothing more than just a look because I'm just not tolerating certain things because I'm just the type... You gonna respect my presence at all times when I'm sleeping or if I'm dead. You understand where I'm coming from? Like you gonna put some respect on my name and on this wop. You gonna? So I'm at. Okay. I'm nervous. Right. Listen now. I know we got first of all. We got tropical storms, hurricanes, and everything, but we got Hurricane Lakita. Okay? So, right. ooh, she said, yes, put some respect on that. She said, it's just a look. That's your hall, Pat. So, Tasha, that kind of, the whole rest of the conversation. To- <laughs> In a sense, you know, it, it depends because for me, it depends on where we are. If we open, then that's different. If we sister wives, then that's different. But if we are talking about straight, um, I'm seeing things in ivory going to the, you know, we doing this marriage thing. We going to work this out. Then you don't have too many times to look. <laughs> they don't get caught with seeing things in ivory. <laughs> with... <laughs> I mean, don't hit. Huh? You got that one. 
<laughs> okay. All right then. No problem. <laughs> Go ahead, Tasha. So, what type of circumstances would lead you to consider offering or asking for a hall pass? Not you, because we know you already said no. Well, I can. <laughs> I can. Let me just say this. I can speak in different dimensions of relationships because a Pandora box is layered. And um, once you open that box, it goes into the depths of whatever your sexual preference are and what you allow. So we're talking dimensional. So I can step back just like I have layers of the personality, which, you know, hey, in certain settings, you're going to get certain Lakitas. So we can have this conversation around a board, but that's just, um, you know, standard for me, standard in a monogamous relationship. So um, a hall pass, if I needed a hall pass or if my spouse needed a hall pass. If your spouse needed a hall pass. Um, okay. So if my spouse needed a hall pass, that hall pass will be given if, um, there's feelings that are still there. If, um, he or she is not decided that this relationship is over and that this person may still have something lingering. Well, I will step back and let them explore that option because again, I want you to live your full potential and living your full potential means that you have to be happy with the person that you are with because eventually you're going to start sneaking off and then it's going to be a problem later on. So you go ahead on and see and test them orders and see if it's better over there. Yeah, because Anella in in our comments, she already said it ends poorly for men. <laughs> yeah. Not always a win-win for you guys. So, okay. Yeah. Just piggybacking off of what you just said, because you said if there are feelings still there, then, you know, maybe they need to explore that to get it all settled with. Yeah. Are we talking at during a certain period of your relationship? Is this during the beginning because now if you done been into this relationship a couple of years and they still got feelings. Let me tell you, feelings can come about at any given time. Um, you can be going through different things. <laughs> Someone say, no, yeah, yeah, love that happens. Life is not perfect. You can think that you're okay. And then this person revisit, are you running to them and you haven't seen them in years? And it rekindles. So if a rekindling happens and a person is out of contact with a past individual, then it may give you those thoughts and those feelings of maybe we could have worked this out. Maybe I was too young. Maybe I could have done things differently. Yeah, I love who I'm with. And it's almost kind of like Usher Confessions because yeah. now you're in this zone where what do I do? Right. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah, okay. somebody just said that in the comments. <laughs> so why do you think it's hard for some people to entertain the thought of their loved ones exploring other opportunities while they're in the relationship? Yeah. Well, um, I think for most um, relationships and couples, you're, you have that expectation that is set by society that you are to meet, court, get married, have kids and stay faithful and it's supposed to be just you and that individual and the trials and tribulations are supposed to come maybe financial hardships maybe death sickness maybe some boredom but nothing to the real facts of what we see happening in our 
um, standard relationships and entanglements and things of that nature. So I definitely think that um, we have a way that society has taught us to think of relationships. And so once you get rid of all of that and you're more open and more prone to thinking about, hey, you know, let's revisit this. Let's see what this is. Let's sit back. Right. Let's right. take a step back and reevaluate ourselves because I don't want to be stuck with you. I don't want to be stuck right. with you. I don't want to be, you know, somewhere where I'm looking at 10 years later and I'm like, you know, shit, you whatever. You know, I don't yeah. want that. So we want right. to make sure. And I think that so many people feel obligated to stay because of the commitment of the vows and they're not looking at their self. They're not right. looking at Are they lose that. They lose individuality. They lose the yeah. art being themselves because they're so stuck on what society and biblical teachings teaches us that we must be one, meaning you lose self. No, love, I'm never losing me. Right. Even, with yeah. right. Even with you. I'm going to still be me. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm still an individual. And that's yeah. what that's the thing. And I like what I like, like Drake said. Right. Back. Okay. Right. 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 <laughs> it's basically trying to figure out if they if they're still happy. If that's what it sounds like, what you're saying, you know, deciding that you know, am I happy with the circumstance that I'm in? Right. Yeah. That's and that's can I? Mean. Right. And can I cope with someone telling me, yeah, we're in a happy relationship, but I still want to explore. You know, how does that sit well? And if you coming to me man to man or woman to woman and you telling me straight up, hey, um, Lakita, I need I need to reevaluate myself. I need to think I have nothing but respect and love for you. Let me push the side. I could deal with my feelings. It's the lies and the mm-hmm. deceit and the betrayal that I have an issue with. Right. right. Yeah. That's when you start yeah. sneaking. When you start sneaking, right. that's when it's a problem. I feel like it's definitely a difference when you get a hall pass versus when you go up and do something behind somebody's back. Yeah. Hall passes are definitely, yeah, on the table. And I think that we need to get more into um, the ideology of allowing that because, Hey, I guarantee you, once you see the grass is not green on the other side, you bring that ass back. But at the end of the day, (laughs) you know, you, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. once it's full blown and it's out there, you remove away all the things that make it seem like it's such a utopia. Yeah. You know, right. you remove the utopia from it. So once the utopia is removed and you really see how this other one is dealing, hey, Amanda, you really see how this other one is dealing and you like, you know what? Nah, my girl, solid. I'm rocking right back. I'm going right, right, right back because right, right. it's just not making any sense. Right. But nine times out of ten, it's just because they feel like they want something different for the second. And it's mm-hmm. not like they want to lose home. They don't want you to take their love away. They know you coming home and cooking meals and rubbing backs and shit. They mm-hmm. just want to, right. you know, she got a smaller than yours and maybe titties bigger than yours. Let me see what that's like. But then when they like when they have it, they're like, mm-mm, just not home. Let me go home. Right. 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 And so, and that's the thing. And I think that once we we open up and it's not is is and it's and and don't get this confused people with us saying that 
pain and love have to hurt first before it's monogamous, before it's, I'm not saying that you have to go through that. I'm saying that you need to be a person that someone can come and talk to. Someone can, someone, you need to be able to listen in a relationship. Because sometimes people are so afraid to talk to us, you know, they're so afraid to talk to us and share their truth. Because I was an individual too. I was afraid to share my truth in the past, mm-hmm. you know, so that that's the whole thing, you know, and, and that's, that's why I met with the, with the Pandora's box, with the, with the whole, you know, the whole pass. Right. 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 Yeah. You, you put a different spin on it. So yeah, of course. I'm a different mission. <laughs> I really wasn't. I was like, Ugh, I don't think so. Okay, so why is it important to communicate what's wants and desires with a partner prior to opening the relationship up to the public? Like before you start saying I want to be with somebody else, you know, maybe you should talk about it. You should communicate. Why is that so important? What happens if you don't? Okay, so let's go back because that's a loaded question. So when we start talking about the public, I I am a realist. I am a private person um, in a sense only because I know the damage that outside people can do. But in the inside, my relationships matter. And the public doesn't have any type of weight when it comes down to, are we going to wait to go public? Because I could care less what the public is thinking, what they're saying, because see, that is how, you know, intimidation comes in. That's a lot that opens up a whole nother Pandora's box because that allows the ego to come in. And we don't have justification for the things that are going on because we have to look to see how the public will respond to this, what happened to us. So it takes too much into it, you know, and it takes away the intimacy of you and that individual. So to me, I think that being truthful and being um, clear on what you want in a relationship prior to getting into it is that's one on one. Because if you can't handle that heat, if you can't handle the cold, you can't handle my work ethics, you can't handle the grind, you can't handle, then you can't handle me. Right. The good, bad, and the ugly. And then that's a problem. And then, you know, once you get to know each other, that's in the knowing each other phase. You know, you're looking Mm -hmm. at my patterns, you're studying my behavior, you're looking at the type of individual that I am, the type of things that I gravitate to sexually. You know, once we cross that line and we become intimate, then I'm going to bring the heat. But a lot of women, they're not going to, you know, they are afraid to be that way because then you're looking at a a, a person that may say, oh, hey, oh, so you're like this with everybody. Oh, you do this or you do certain things. If you feel that way, I don't want you no more anyway, because by that time I'm bored. Right. You said I'm bored. Right. I'm I'm bored, friend. I'm bored. <laughs> I don't want you no more. That's, okay. that's you know. So speaking of bored, <clears throat> because <laughs> a lot of the times people look at even marriage, and it's so funny because this came up today earlier when I was talking to somebody. Um, the conversation came up about marriage and why is it that some women, I'm going to say some women, but it says why is it that 
women, when they're in a monogamous relationship, um, they're okay giving out the cookie to their men. But then when they get married, they feel like they don't have to anymore or it dies down. And with that, if, with that, my whole thing on that is, and then I'll get into the question, is you have to know who you're dealing with before you even get into that marriage. Because when you're getting to know each other, when you're dating, you're going to see each other's appetite. But you still need to remember that this person is an individual. So when you do get married, that doesn't mean, okay, well, I'm stuck with you. I want sex even more. No, that's still a person. Just what, Tasha? <laughs> Some people, you know, they feel like when they when they have you locked down, okay, well, it's a requirement. But anyway, speaking of sex and stuff, what comes okay. to mind when someone tells you that you will have to have sex with this same person for the rest of your life? Are you okay with um, yeah, I'm actually okay with it because, um, I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm not the same woman that I was the night before. I'm constantly evolving. So I'm not staying in the same spaces. So my sexual appetite and the things that I like, I'm always going to keep it spicy. So I'm going to challenge that partner to do the same thing. So, um, sex for me is amazing. Like Rihanna, you know, you're not going to get comfortable and, um, just to kind of on yeah you know just and I have my moments because I work a lot but just to kind of speak on you know I saw that same video so I know who you're talking about and let's just kind of tap into that just for one second um that does happen uh-oh. uh-oh the storm didn't get her did it I hope the storm didn't get her bye you want you want Okay, no, you have you, you got me? Y'all, y'all can hear me? Yeah. yeah. I saw it. I actually saw it. I actually saw it. So I'm good. Y'all can hear me? Okay. So yes. I saw the video and a young man said, he was like, yeah. He said, so you wanted to get married. We get married. And so now, you know, I feel like, you know, I have to ask you for sex or whatever the conversation was. It was him and his wife. I saw that. Right. And my whole thing mm-hmm. is that... um. I feel what he's saying and that just because you're married, they have several kids and they both are actors. You know, I've seen it. But my whole thing is that this um, sex should be pleasing for both. And it should not be something that you're made to do. And a man should not have to come and ask. And I do feel that. And I feel at the same time, you know, if you if we look at the standard of men, men can look a hot mess. But they want our wigs tight, our eyebrows plucked, that ass wax. They want all of the everything, the whole nine yards. But you're looking the same goddamn way you've been looking since we met. I'm going to need you to step it up too. change the cologne, take your ass a bath and do what you need to do, because I want to see something, too. I want to see some like that. You want us to do all it is, you know, and then you have Roman eyes, you're doing everything else. But at the end of the day, we're still looking at you. Okay, it's not much that you could do because you get the same type of haircuts. But I'm saying you got to do something to spice it up. So you want us to want to have sex, then I say keep that fire burning. And I don't mean the foreplay starts mentally. 
for me. Like, I don't mean other things, but I do mean we have to bring something else to the table. So when we won't have those type of videos that we both seen about monogamous and about people being in marriages and that do we have to ask for sex after we get married? Why is it has to, why do you feel obliged to have sex with me and I'm your husband? Why do I have to ask for sex? I'm your husband. You know, things of that nature. We won't have that. We'll just be looking up every time we open up our mail, we have a baby shower to go to. Cause they tearing it down, you know. That's you know that's what, that's what it should be, you know. That we young, that's what it should be. It should be nothing else. Right, girl. I gotta get off this phone. I gotta call you. I, I'm about to put it up. Whatever it is, you know. And that's what it should be. Right. She said we got that's a baby shower to go to. <laughs> tearing it down. She got no lies detected. None whatsoever. Fine. <laughs> When someone tells you that you will have sex with the same person for for the rest of my life, it's like, okay. And your point would be? <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> that's, yeah, no, no. That's, okay. That's yes, just a lifetime. I know. <laughs> I'm well, just think about it. Okay. So you've dated this person. Most of people have dated the same person for two years or at least a good right. year. That means y'all been having sex up until then. So if the sex is good, you go. I mean, why wouldn't you want to have sex with the same person? Right. Let me tell you something. I am the type of person. I speak different languages. I wear different wigs, hair my own, hair. They not having sex with the same person. He's not having sex with the same person. So okay. he has to believe for the rest of his life, he getting a bunch of different people because, you know, tomorrow I may be somebody else. You know, y'all got Lakita right here, but I mean, you know, who knows what tomorrow may bring. And, you know, that's just the spice of living your best life for real yeah. because. You have to you have to keep it going. You know, you have to keep right. it going. And it's the imperative that you bring that to your love life. Right. And so, right. you know, bringing that change, that doesn't bother me. The rest of my, you know, things like that, that doesn't bother me. But if you nag me, now when we talk outside of the bedroom, then we have an issue. Because we have to be able, hey, Amelia, we have to be able to get along. We have to be able to, you know, coexist in the same space outside of sex because right, i'm the right. type after i'm done i roll over and go to sleep I, well I, you know we ain't got a cuddle i don't need no pillow toe i'm at the end of the bed <laughs> Gosh, <you're choking. sighs> i love it lakita oh my god just so you guys know, Lakita is in New Orleans, and right now they are going through um, a hurricane and a tropical storm and all of that. So the reception comes and goes, but she is still here with us tonight, and she is. What you think? Am I here? I'm back. Am I back? Yeah, you are back. Okay. It's going in and out. I apologize. <laughs> oh no, you're it's fine. Okay. You're fine. It's okay. I'm actually in BR, right, actually, but I'm I'm in BR. Amanda, don't holler, honey. Drink you just look, just drink you. You like I said, this is raw and real. This is a talk that people don't get from me because they see the criminal justice reform, they see the advocacy work, they see mental wellness. But hey, I'm an individual. I'm a I'm a woman, and I'm an alpha woman. So yeah. you know, um, being an alpha, it comes with all of this, 
and I'm a Virgo, yeah. so it comes with all of this. <laughs> she, said, she said, pick one. Look, look. Listen, that's how I got to be. That's why, you know, it's good to spice it up yourself. You know, if you get, a, if you give your significant other a hall pass, you better, you better be on point where he turned around and redeeming it to you. Okay. Right. Go into your closet, break out your tricks, role play, <laughs> go meet him somewhere at a club and then use a whole different name. Let men holler at you and hit on you and buy you drinks. And then you flirt with him and tease him. There's so many different things that you can do, but that's for people who are still interested in, in monogamy. Now we're going right. to talk about the polygamy um, in the second session, as well as the group session. So what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and we're going to take a quick break. Um, before we do, we want to give shout outs to everyone that's in the chat. You guys are amazing. Keep the comments coming. Okay, because y'all already we know Lakita going to serve. Okay? <laughs> and I already know Terry, who's coming up next, is going to serve. He's been in the background laughing <laughs> and rocking. You guys can't see him, but I can see him. <laughs> so I hope you guys are ready. This is the Truth Serum. Um, we're going to go ahead and pay a little a little bill or two and we will return so don't go anywhere make sure you guys subscribe because we have the riddle game coming up at the end of the show and that's how you will actually win merchandise we will have one lucky winner at the end so make sure you go ahead and subscribe now but we are going to um, go to our commercials and we'll be right back you are tuned into the he said what Radio Network with yours truly, Simply Bree. Be sure to join us live every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the He Said What Show and Wednesdays 8 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the Truth Serum with my co-host, Tasha. <sighs> Take it in. All you need is the sun kissing your skin, a spring in your step, and a fabulous pair of sunglasses by Garnered.com on your face. Get you a pair. Visit Garnered Sunglasses and Accessories on all social media platforms. And that's Garnered, G-A-R-N-E-R-D.com. We are back. If you guys are just tuning in, this is the Truth Serum. I am your host, Simply Bree, and I got Tasha. <laughs> yes, Tasha's in the building with me. So that was the first half, and that was our first guest, Lakita Smith. She will be returning a little after 9 o'clock when we do our group discussion. If you guys have something to say, definitely hit us inside the chat box. Next, coming to the stage... We have our man of the hour, Mr. Terry Bello. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, how are you? I'm well. What's happening, ladies? Oh, yeah. We just <laughs> you ready? I've been, Look, ready I've been cracking up. I've been, yes. I've been cracking up. I've been cracking up. Yes, she. I can't wait for the group discussion. I really can't. Mm, I just can't. So you know, tonight's topic is all about. Hall passes. Um, mm -hmm. So, Tasha, go ahead and hit him with the first question. All right. What does a hall pass mean to you? 
Ooh, I've been waiting to hear a man's point of view. Lord. (laughs) (laughs) A hall pass is on a case-by-case basis. Number one, you got to be mature enough for it and worthy because a polyamorous polygamy relationship isn't for everybody. Now, if you're in a heterosexual relationship and your wife gives you a hall pass, and that means, in my opinion, and talking to some of my friends, it's an open relationship, you know, but it's still based on maturity. You know, so it's really, in my opinion, in my professional opinion, it's on a case-by-case basis. Hmm. So you said that that'll be an open relationship if they give you right, a like say, say, say you're in a one-on-one relationship yeah. and you guys want to be able to spice it up, be a little more promiscuous. It's, it's an open relationship. So that means a lady gets a pass, a man gets a pass. But you got to be mature enough to handle yeah. a relationship. Yeah. Facts. Mm. Tasha, you like sharing? No. <laughs> no, I don't like What'd sharing. I like it's sharing Eminem. Two things that I don't share. Two things. A man and food. Right. I don't share <laughs> either of those. Okay. I, I eat enough for the man or I cook enough for everybody. Don't ask me for what's on my plate. Right. Right. So, right. When we think of open relationships, what is truly, in your perspective, what's the difference between an open relationship and a polyamorous relationship? An open relationship is just two people allowing to be free a little, free spirits. A poly relationship is like three to six people in a committed relationship, just like a marriage except everybody's on the same page. So in a poly relationship, you're going to have the man, you're going to have the wife, so that's the husband and wife, and then you're going to have the girlfriend. But normally the wife is probably bisexual or bicurious. And it's not just physical. It's not about just having sex in a threesome. It's really about three people coming under one roof, paying all the bills together, having children, and building a real relationship because they're free like that. You know, whereas if you're in a heterosexual relationship the way we were raised in white society, you, you you get married, you have 2.5 kids, you get a job, and you stay with the same person the rest of your life, which to a lot of people now is crazy. Yeah. You said 2.5. I said 2.5. I'm like, wait a minute, what about <laughs> half of the baby? Was that the dog? <laughs> Maybe the dog. Yeah, that's just my silly human. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, am I the only one that caught that? I should not say anything. Just... Uh, no, because I was like, try to... Yeah, yeah, we were, we were, we were going there. Open relationship. Okay, Polly. Mm, that's a lot going on. I mean, but you know, to each his own, and that's that's the thing. But I'm I'm done. That that's why I always say it's on a case by case basis yeah. because some some people were born into it, some people grow into it, and some people are just like, no way, that's not for me you know, that's who I am. So it's, yeah. it's really like when you look at history, right? Hypothetically, because I really got prepared for your show tonight. Oh. Let's go back to history. <laughs> Let's go back to history, hypothetically, right? And look at Native Americans. Before Columbus so-called discovered America, there were over 900 million Native Americans. Mm-hmm. Now, everybody won in a monogamous relationship. Mm-hmm. So if you look at the history of indigenous from Native Americans, which I say uh, NBA, uh, Native Af—I mean Native uh, Black American or people from from Africa. When you look at that, we didn't grow up in a white society where it was just one person for the rest of your life. 
So somewhere there were lies told in our history. Mm -hmm. And that's just common sense right there. That's not saying go out there and have threesomes and have all these kids and get wild and be not responsible. But when you look at the, the history of black folks, if you go back before we were slaves, we weren't jumping the rooms and getting married and staying married to one person for the rest of your life. We were having families. Yeah. We were expanding our culture. So somewhere along the line, the, the story has been told to us incorrect. Mm-hmm. You know, right. you got to come through with the history lesson. Yeah. <laughs> he did some research. Yeah, I, I did. I did. When I, when I was younger, I accidentally fell into a poly relationship. All right. I was was in college. I dated this one young lady when I was at NYU, transferred to Morehouse. I dated someone else when she was at Spelman. We go three, four years later. These young ladies at the time were bisexual, but I didn't know it. They were dating each other. Not not wild women. They just wanted a boyfriend. So I got thrown in the middle. I got lucky. I ended up living with two women for three years. Oh, this is three's company. Huh? You were Jack. Three's company. You were Jack. Better. It was better than Three's Company. <laughs> <laughs> but but okay. I, 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 as a man, I had nothing to worry about. I was probably the best relationship I was ever in. But we, it was taboo. We were all in our 20s. Um, one of the young ladies was openly bisexual. The other one was experimenting with her sexuality. And for me, I just, I was focused at that time. So being in that relationship was the healthiest thing that ever happened. And the only reason it didn't go to the next level, I wasn't ready to get married. I was too young and I was fearful what everybody said. Yeah. But as far as from a man's point of view, I had no financial worries. I had no sexual worries. I had no drama. And then they got along. It wasn't perfect, but we were happy, you know, for what it was. And to answer the next question. Yeah, you no, fell no. right into it. How would you go about finding someone suitable, or would it be random? You you fell into it. You fell like, right into it, really. You fell into I it. Fell really. into it. Look, looking for it now, it's harder because you don't. It, life is all about finding someone who who balances you out, and you're happy with, and you connect, and you can see a future you can grow with. Mm-hmm. And just trying to find that in one person, I was lucky to find it in two. Right. You know, right. and I, so I say, and at that time, if I were the man I am now, I still be in it because I'm mature enough to understand it and the responsibilities. But back then there was just so many what ifs, right. you know, yeah. and, and so so now what was that 20 years ago? So now let's fast forward now where we are now in 2020 and everyone's doing it, but they're just still trying to figure it out because there's one part of our life that's very taboo. That says, no, you're a Christian, you do this, you do this, you do this. And there's other people who says, we're free spirits. So it depends on how you were raised, your religion, you know, taboo, who if you know who you are. Like, like I've I've been a man, I've been in a lot of three to five year long-term relationships where I look up, I'm 40 and I'm not married. And so when I look back, I go, well, now I have, I know who I am now. I have a strong sexual appetite. I'm like, can I be with one woman the rest of my life? I'm like, no, I can't. But I'm also, I have the financial means to support two women. Uh, I'm mature enough to know what it is. And I know the responsibility. I'm not looking at it just for sexual pleasures. I'm looking at it building my legacy and my family, you know, but I had to teach myself that and learn from others. You know, if I had to said this 20 years ago, everybody in my circle would have said I was crazy. Right. Mm. You know, I would I would have been blackballed. 
Well, you know, I guess the good thing about it all is the fact that you know what you want, you know what you're capable of and what you're not capable of. I feel like the worst thing is for someone to just openly say, oh, yeah, you know, I want I want four women. I want to be yeah. in a poly relationship, but they can't even right. take care of themselves. Now, now, let me say this, ladies. Don't get me wrong. I love a monogamous relationship. I've been trying. That's why I said I've been in a lot of three to five year long term relationships. But for whatever reason, whatever life was, we didn't go the distance. And, you know, as you get older, you really know what you want. 20 years ago, I would have never thought like this. Like I said, I fell into it by accident, you know, and I got lucky and I grew and I had the wisdom to be mature about it. But 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 now I'm I'm very open to it. If I find the right match, I'm just not going to jump into something just to do it, to say I did it. You know, because then I'm wasting another three to five years of my life. Yeah, no. So you wouldn't be in a monogamous relationship and randomly find someone to bring in. I'm I'm open to I'm open to a monogamous relationship at this. I'm speaking only for me for people who are watching us online. I'm open to a monogamous relationship, but I need a more open. Like I know who I am. So my evenly yoke. I'm an intelligent man. I want an intelligent woman. I have a high sex drive, so my compatibility, I hope my woman has a high sex drive. I really want to walk in. Now, if she has a high sex drive, there's a good chance she can satisfy me for the rest of my life. If not, I got to be real because I don't want to cheat. And if my right. lady is bisexual, then it spices. That's my hall pass in my relationship. Yeah. You know? But we have to be mature enough to take that to the next level. Huh? I'm going to be sarcastic and say I think all men... Really want a woman that's bisexual, because I hear a lot of men say they want a woman that will sleep with another woman. I'm like, yo, what, what? I, I, I don't want that. I don't want that. See, see, when you look at it, that's that's where women, God, when, when God created, He gave us Adam, but when He created y'all, He took His time. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And, a, and a woman is a body of work. And when a man wants a bunch of women, that man doesn't know what he wants. Right. That's that, yeah. that's not what it is. When you when you when you're mating with somebody and you're intimate, I heard the other young lady else. I was laughing in the, in the green room, and she was bringing. I bring it to the bedroom. That's the way you want your woman to talk. Yeah. You, know, you, you want her to come with that confidence and that fire, and she can back it up every time. And for you, every you, time, you be I'm like. I've been making love to you for the last five to 10 years and it always gets better. And right, that's what right. happens in everyday relationships. People don't bring that spice to it. They don't keep growing. They get, they get, they get excited with the infatuation and I love you and it feels good. But you're like, wait a minute, we got to keep doing this. How do we both grow? And that's where you got to know yourself. Right. Yeah. Right. Now it's interesting because one of the uh, viewers brings up a good point and this is S1 Dubs. S1 Dub says children also have to be taken into consideration, not necessarily the best situation for them unless you are in Utah. I don't know what Utah got going on. But... Utah, you can have a polyamorous relationship in Utah. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's legal. Utah has been legal. And see, once again, these are white people. You don't, you don't see no black people doing poly in Utah. They got a handful. I've been doing my research for the last seven years. But but and they have big families out there, and it's all about keeping their legacies alive. It's all about the something we should be doing in the African American community. We should be about families and keeping our legacies and building for the next generations. But we were never taught that. We we come out of this bondage of slavery. We come out of this yeah. bondage of the civil rights movement. 
You know, black men and black women didn't have no problem in slavery. We didn't have no problem until we got desegregated. Mm-hmm. When you look at it, we have to go back and write our own blueprint about what love is to us, what marriage is to us, how we were taught sex. Because polygamy is not for everybody. It's right. definitely not for everybody. Any man sitting out there thinking he wants a threesome, just go to the DR, get it over with, get it out your system, and come back home and be a man. Right, the DR, you know, they can go right to the in Atlanta. Well, you know, you know why I say the DR? The women in the DR, from, from an educated man who's traveled a lot, they're a lot more freer because of their culture. So you get off the plane and the women just, they stroke your ego. So whether you're a man who's got it going Uh-oh. on or brother, Lakita, <laughs> let me write this down because Lakita is shape, she is like she's like uh uh-uh. uh okay I'm gonna make a note of this we're gonna bring this up in the group discussion. So whether <laughs> so whether you're a man, so whether you're a man who's got it going on or climbing the ladder the dr is just gonna make you it's gonna stroke your ego just a few more extra strokes. Women in America they they level up equal up and make you work for it whereas in the dr because it's a more third world country. They stroke your ego more. Um, okay. I know you didn't know. It's just, I think that it all depends on the woman, period. I don't think that, you know, location has anything to do with it. Because I'm sure you got some chicks out here that'll let you money shot on her right now. Just met her. Has, you know, right. it's just the upbringing, I feel with that person, if that person is confident in who they are, if they're, if they know, listen, I'm freaky. I don't give a shit about what the world got to say. If I'm going, let you nut on me or in me or whatever the case may be, that's just what it is. I'm not disagreeing, but when you go to, that's the one thing, remember the conversation we had offline and I told my mom, I said, I would never marry a white woman because of my culture. But I said, I'm, I'll marry a black woman, but she may be from anywhere in the world. And yeah. when you go to different cultural places like the DR, it's just different from America. You know, certain cities and stuff. And when you get off the plane, I mean, any man, nine out of ten men will agree with me. They just treat you different. American women are different. Our women are beautiful, but the way we were raised culturally, we're all different. And so I agree exactly what you're saying about women here in the States and in Atlanta, but it's just, it's more aggressive over there, but you're not going to go to DR and find your wife either. Yeah. You know? First of all, it's right next door to Haiti. That's the, that's the first thing. Second of all is they see your tourist ass getting off that boat or off that plane. And they say, oh, we, here's my opportunity. <laughs> Let me stroke whatever I need to stroke out of his pocket. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So if exactly. you don't come over here to Casey's Cove and, and, and uh, delve out some cash, I'm going to stroke everything you got from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet. As long mm-hmm. as you keep dishing out that cash. Yeah. Now, now let me say this. When we were in our 20s, it was every man's so-called dream fantasy or whatever rendezvous. You get Mm -hmm. in your 40s and financially, maturely, that wisdom, you're like, I ain't going to the DR. So it it depends on where you are in your life. That's what it really depends on. You know, and unfortunately, majority of men, we mature late. You know, some of us, I'm an old soul. I matured in my 20s, but a lot of my friends didn't really get it till they were like in their mid-30s. Mm-hmm. You know, 
early 40s. So. Mm. Pasha, there you go. You mm. got it. Well, how old were you when you had your first sexual experience? That says when a I read lot that about question, When, when I read that question, are we, are we talking intercourse? Are we talking foreplay? Are we talking kissing? We're talking first sexual experience. You take it and run with it. <laughs> my first one. I, I want to put my, a my, my first one. I, I totally remember. I was exposed to sex as early as seven, but my first sexual experience was at thirteen with an older woman, and that set the course for the rest of my life. And That's it seemed like said. it seemed like after that, every woman I dated was anywhere from five to ten years older for the next ten years. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And that helped me mature as a man, you know, by being with an older woman, no matter even if she was five, 10 years older than me. But my first experience, I was, what, 13 and she had to be 16 or 17. It also sets the tone for the way men think about sexuality to me. It does. It does. When they, how does. young they are or how old they are when they have their first sexual experience. Well, I've been, I could have I had my first sexual experience as early as seven because uh, my friends were very promiscuous. I was scared. Sure. Huh? Natasha's like, I wish I would with my seven-year-old niece and nephew. Hey, wow. hey. Let me, let me, let me, let me keep it 100. I was, a, I was a latchkey kid. I grew up in New York City. My mom was gone all day. My friends grew up in the same situation. We were anywhere from six to nine years old. And when I say them little kids were promiscuous, they were promiscuous. Yeah. Yeah. I got a buddy right now. I I know we used to play um, hide and go touch. Hide and go get it. (laughs) Hide and go get it. And doctor and mama and daddy. (laughs) Mama and daddy. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I, you know, I I had the best of both worlds. I, I was raised in New York, but I also grew up partially in the South. They were even more faster in the South. Now, I would come down to Birmingham, Alabama, where my mother's from, and them little girls were fast. I was like, yes. whoa. Yeah. Yes. So so for like young men, the unfortunate part, I never had a man around to just break it down and tell me, you know what, you need to wear a condom. This could happen. You could catch a disease. No one never educated us. And so think about that. I got lucky because I had a conscious mother, but there are a lot of men out there, no father, uh, mom's doing the best she can, and there's no man to teach a man how to respect you like a queen and how to how to how to become a man and also use you know, use them little hormones and all that testosterone going on and say, this is how you we've I can't name 10 men and we can sit down and say, we got an introduction into manhood. That's half of the mistake right there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, we don't know how to treat you. You know, I, 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 I was I was mentioning earlier, I said as early as six years old, I can remember my mother. And when we would go out, she was like, you always walk a woman on the inside. So yep. she taught me younger how to be a gentleman. So it sticks with me to this day in my 40s. Right. You know, I got a quick question. Yes. My mom, my mom is it? the most technically, but she's watching with my sister and she has a question. Yeah. My mom wants to know if a woman is bisexual in the relationship, would you be willing to have an, another man come in? Uh, I wouldn't. And I probably can speak for about 90% of men. We don't have security for it. 
Now, depending on how you're raised, there, there are some beta men. I'm an alpha man. I'm a leader, not a follower. So a okay. beta man probably, well, yeah, and, and just so you know my background for the people watching, I've been, I'm a professional broadcaster. Uh, I've been doing relationship shows for like the last 20 years and written a book. So I have a lot of experience in this. So I'm not just a guy getting off the street speaking on this. So going back to it, a lot of men are not secure for a lot of reasons, uh, you know, their body uh, in a room with another man, the homosexual part, uh, the confidence in a woman. You would have to probably be dealing with an alpha woman and she's dealing with two beta men, men who are followers, which, which for me, I don't find, I don't think women want. That's just what I think. I can't speak for everybody else. We don't want it. We don't want it. I'm good. (laughs) We don't want it. No. I don't want a, I don't want a man that I can push around, I promise. Because I promise you I will push and, the shit out of And and that's you know, you know, the, the thing we have to do as people in relationships, whether it's a heterosexual relationship, whether it's a poly relationship, we have to do what we're doing right now, ladies. We have to talk. We have to ask the hard question. You gotta mm-hmm. dig in someone's back and find out how they were raised. One thing, and I said this on our last interview, one thing I always tell women when they meet men, watch how he treats his mother. Mm-hmm. Very, very important. If he don't have no respect for his mother, he ain't going to have no respect for you. Right. You know, if he's a mama's boy, he's probably not a leader. You know, all those little telltale signs, not saying he can't change or transform or rejuvenate, but, but you know, you are what you are, you know, at a certain point. You know, some people, when they get at a point in life, especially men, if men aren't focused, they're lazy. That's why I said there are three questions you always ask a man. Number one, is he right with the man upstairs? Yeah. Number two, does he know his purpose in life? And number three, is he living it? If your man is not living his purpose, run like hell. Run. Run. Because now you're dealing with a man who's a, a man has to have a purpose. Whether 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 he's the president of the company or he just owns the trash company, he has to have a purpose because his job is to love you, protect you, provide for you. And all, if he doesn't stay focused, your man's going to cheat. He's going to be unbalanced. The bills aren't going to be right. And he's going to drive you crazy. Mm-hmm. And a mm-hmm. lot of us, a lot of us, I had to learn that as a man. And unfortunately, I had to look at the mistakes of my father to learn how to be a man. Yeah, I said, okay. he made these not to blame him, not to shame him, not to cancel him out, but just say, how can I be a better man and not not learn his sins? Because I'm not going to be perfect either. And then I have to pass this on to the next generation. But, man, we don't we need these conversations because we don't have teachers. We a lot of black men do not have. We don't have a clue how to love a black woman. And let me tell you. And and let me tell you this, how you love one black woman is not how you love the next one. Because all y'all are built differently. Yeah. So exactly. you can't love the same woman the same way. So you have to take your time. Okay. So when you are in a relationship, and let's say you do decide to open it up, you give them that hall pass, how do you handle the jealousy and insecurity that occurs because of it because you've opened it up to the world let's say your partner you thought she was confident and full of self-esteem and she gave you that hall pass and now she's questioning where are you going she's doing she's showing signs of behavior that she hasn't displayed before this open field hall pass thing um how do you handle it how do you handle those emotions 
for me at this point, back then I would have tried to save a broken relationship. It's over. She's insecure. Uh, she's not ready. Or it could be a man. He's insecure. He's not ready. You know, depending on who got the hall pass. You're not. I wouldn't play with something you're not ready for. If it's an open relationship, you have to be mature about it. You have to have these conversations. Yeah. You know, uh, I right now I have a relative in Atlanta, uh, very well to do, who's in a very healthy, open relationship. Mm-hmm. And the parameters of that relationship is that they don't disrespect each other. You know, it, it, he doesn't. She has she it, she knows he's doing something, but she doesn't know what he's doing. When she does her business, it stays away from him. And when they come back, they what they created, they keep that going. But it works for them because they were raised different. They had different experiences along the way. That's why they their relationships can survive something like that. It's this is not for everybody. It's definitely not for the weak. If you if you're Bree, weak, what's that look on your face? You look confused, Bree. Wait, I, I I don't know if I missed the beginning portion. But I, I definitely heard he's, him saying that she knows he's doing something. She just doesn't know what. And so she's doing her thing and he's doing his thing. But right. they both know that each other's doing something. Because it's, it's an open relationship. I'll, I'll tell you a little basis of their relationship. They have been together since high school. So you, they've had all kinds of sex. Yeah. They, they've been to the swingers parties. They've done threesomes, whatever. So now they they have a couple of beautiful businesses and their kids are in college and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they, from what he tells me, they have sex on a regular and they've been married all the time. But every now and then she gives him a hall pass. He may go out of town. He, he may go hang with the boys. He doesn't disrespect his household. He gets whatever he got to get off his system. Vice versa. She may tra- take a trip to Vegas with the girls or go down to the island. And then they come back and do what they do. But that's their story. Everybody doesn't have their story. It's like right. I said, it's not for everybody. And right. it worked for them. You know, um, you know, I tell them they should write a book, you know, because because they're happy, yeah. you know. But then, but if someone's coming, my I I was in a relationship about eight years ago when I was in New York. And a young lady said she was by curious, yeah. you know. But the minute we started talking about it, and start interviewing people, I saw the insecurity. And I was like, this is going to work. I said, we can do the one-on-one. But then I said, do you feel you can satisfy me for the rest of my life sexually? Yeah. And I had to be real about that because I knew who I was at that point, mm-hmm. you know, and the relationship didn't work. You know, she was insecure. She was, she was teasing me about being bisexual. And I was like, <laughs> she wasn't mature about it. You know, and I'm sure a lot of men go through that. It's frustrating. And I had to be mature enough because I was 10 years older and I was like, this isn't going to work. And I had to let it go. You know, I mean, our sex life was great. It was great at that point. But we're talking five, 10 years, 20 years from now. Mm -hmm. Like I said, it's not for everybody. Right. Tasha, did you have a question? Because your face is just giving it all away. Are you are you okay, Tasha? Okay. 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 Well, you're good. Well, I got one more question. Um, because your 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 friends, it it helps me realize if you have an open relationship, then there is no hall passes. Your whole relationship is a hall pass. Right. 
Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Okay. Okay. A hall pass is an open relationship for mature and healthy people who are sexually free, free spirits. Gotcha. You know, if if you if you only have one a one night stand one time in your life, you're not a free spirit. Okay, as a man or woman, you know, someone who's who's not. I I remember, and I'm just gonna tell a man story. Uh, I was in New Orleans 15 years ago. I just signed a big contract. I'm with my boys. Mm-hmm. We had a few drinks, and you know, New Orleans is a very promiscuous city. It is what it is. And you know, once a man has a few drinks in him, you get your courage juice. I'm looking at Lakita. So. I started flirting with every woman in the place. One woman I was too aggressive for. The other one thought I was crazy. Ran into the third lady. She said, look, don't play with me because you're going to start a fire you can't put out. Mm. That was a woman who knew what she wanted. You don't judge her. You don't put her in no category. You know, the first two women were like, you crazy. I don't want to be bothered with you. You know, so it's different strokes for different folks and not to keep the story going, but you can imagine what happened after that. You know, so men run into just different stories. I'm sure women run into it too, but I'm speaking from a man's perspective. Right. But I have that experience. It matures me and grows me up and says, I don't want to be out there forever. I want to build a family. I want to build a life with somebody. But it's it's hard. It takes time. It's like I said, I'm going to repeat this over and over again. It's on a case by case basis. Yeah. Okay. Well, With that being said, we are going to actually go ahead and just bring Ms. Lakita in because, boy, I'm telling y'all, I wish y'all could see these facial expressions. Honey, <laughs> welcome. T- welcome, Lakita. I'm so glad you're here. Are, are you ready? Thank this- you for having me. You are so welcome. <laughs> Everyone who is just tuning in, if you're just now getting in with us, this is the Truth Serum. Um, our first guest uh, was Mrs. Uh, Lakita Smith. And then second segment, we had Mr. Terry Bello. And now we have both of them here. So please, please, please make sure you guys um, get your questions ready, get your responses ready, because whoo, let's talk about DR. Because you were like, uh-uh, uh-uh, mm-mm. So what was your response to what he had to say as far as um, men, you know, going to the DR um, because of those women being a little bit more open and, and free? What was what was your response? Um, I was disgusted straight up because um, and that's his preference. And that's why we're here. But that was a huge turn off for me, because let me tell you something. Those women are prepped and primed since they're like 12, 13 years old. I'm an international traveler. I have been studying body consciousness for a very long time. Those women start critiquing their bodies straight out the womb. Mm. And let's just be real. And that's the same. And I'm going to tell you what what it kind of triggered for me. That's Mm. the same when you have an athlete that says, oh, I prefer a non-black woman because they're more submissive with money. They understand us more. That's the same thing for as saying that an American woman can't be as exotic, can't can't bring to the table all of these spices, all these things. First of all, half of the women from the DR, 
I have seen all of those videos and how they transform. And a lot of them used to be men. And I have seen those videos and I can drop some links because I come with the receipts. And I have seen a lot of those transformations from them flat asses to those boom papaws. And I can tell you that everything that they are doing is basically they are trained so it's not natural they are trained to do just that where you have an american woman that's being liberal and free sexually that comes with her personality so they yes. are actually and and i mean and i get what you're saying but you don't need to go to the dr to get that and, and you know it's the same way as most men when they talk about hey you know, I went with the white woman because she more freaky. I went with this because she going to let me do this. I don't have to answer all them questions. You know, we look at Michael Jordan. He left his long-term relationship marriage and ended up marrying a young white woman. And, you know, you know, you know what I mean? And we look at those type of men and the behavior patterns and their mindsets. And that, to me, that's kind of belittling to the original black woman. You know, because all of those curves and all of that, what they're what they're enhancing comes straight from us. You know, that, that comes straight from us in a sense. But in again, you know, to each his own. If you want to go to DR, you know, and that that's fine, but understand that, you know, those type of statements, you know, when we looking at black women and we're talking about sexuality, we're talking about freedom and all of that, they are so they, they I mean, you could look at R. Kelly. They free as hell in America. What you mean? <laughs> you know, what do you mean? You, you, you know, they free as hell. You know, we, you know? but, you know, again, that mentality that you are paralyzed. Because he did, I'm talking about the grown women now, not the, right. the grown women that they were actually okay with him doing whatever that he wanted to do. He dated grown women in relationships with grown women and he had multiple grown women and those grown women were okay and they were open and they were free. And that's just my opinion on the DR and all of the Brazilian and all of that. If you do the research on the culture, they break their nose literally at 12 and 13 years old. That'd be the first surgery to get a rhinoplasty. That is, that's what it's called. Look it up, do the research and you can just go on and on. But that is just what they do. You know, and so they become, you know, those type of machineries. It's I don't even think that they actually enjoy it. It's just basically getting American men money so they could come back over here to America. And that's just what they do. You know, um, it's a whole culture to be, you know, almost like sex slaves, you know. So that that's what they're there for. And it's less of an enjoyment for them and more of a job. So yeah. um, if that rocks your socks, then... You know, right. But um, that's my take on, on the DR. Can I chime in? Go ahead, go ahead, Terry. The, the only thing I want to say about the DR, um, and thank you for all that information. I think it's not a right or wrong; it's an understanding. And why why mm -hmm. men go to the DR? Yeah, everything she said, she's she's accurate on a lot of that stuff. But men go to the DR because they can't get it in the states. See, the only point I made is that they go because they get treated a certain way. It's, it's not a right or wrong, it's an understanding. Like women say, they want men to understand them. Men want women to understand them. Mm -hmm. And so if they can't get it at home, they go somewhere else to get it. I'm not saying the DR is right. I'm not saying it's wrong. 
you know, for yeah. me, I've yeah. outgrown it a long, a long, I've outgrown it a long time ago. So I, you won't ever see me at the DR for anything. But for most <laughs> men, they go. Men are chasing something they can't get at home. They can't get it in a conversation. They can't sit down and say, "This is what I want," without getting their head taken off. Right. You know, right. That's why I wrote the book. That's why I wrote the book, Fly on the Wall, you know, because brothers go out there and say, I can be free and come home and rejuvenate, mm -hmm. you know, and then they make better life choices and stuff. You know, everybody has a chance where they just go out there. People go to Miami or wherever, or Vegas and get wild. That's all the DR is for black men. You know, it's not the end of it. Right. You know. right. Mm. Okay. Um, woof. You guys, I love you guys. Like, I love this conversation. I appreciate having both of you guys up here um, because this is what we need. This is the whole point of the truth serum, right? Yeah. So they killing it in the comments. I'm just I they are killing it in the comments. I can't take it right now. <laughs> I, I can't see it. What are they saying? Okay, so Michaela says, so why not? Try to explain yourself so people can understand. Then Dub says, putting aside prostitutes, yuck. There are many beautiful sisters in South America and the Caribbean. Um, Michaela says, most times men can get it at home, but they lack patience to obtain it. Dub says, the femininity is a little different generally. I really don't think our sisters here understand how important that is to men. Shocking. And Let me just say let me say this. We're not going back and forth. We're not doing them versus us. We're just not having it tonight because I'm American woman. I am. Yeah. Originally from Africa, but we're just, we just don't want to do the verses. You know, we're all beautiful. We don't want to do this woman versus that woman because see, that's the, that's Because see, when you go to start looking at oh this work this woman versus that woman, they're more this and they're more, they ain't more shit. Because I guarantee you, I could pull up some that are living in the U.S. right now that are not tolerating half of the shit that we tolerate that are originally from here. Don't ever yeah. get it twisted. I yeah. mean, because you could look at Ludacris' wife, you could look at several different other people. So a woman, her, it's all about her mentality, not where she's from. Let's right. just let's just leave it at that for that because when we start doing that, that's the same as you know the racism thing, the colorism. Like we can't do that, you know, right. straight up like colorism to me you know, because we going back and forth. They are a little bit, they ain't a little bit more shit. Ain't nothing like a woman. Trust me, period. There is nothing like a woman. Period. That is from the U.S. There's nothing like a woman from New Orleans. There's nothing like a woman from New York. There's nothing. There's nothing like a woman originally from Atlanta. We are all the shit. So you know, we just have to kind of look at the woman as an individual and where her mindset is. Because when you start thinking that it's more there than love, it's right. not them. It's you. Right. Yeah. Mm. So, girl, I'm just going. You better. She, she's tearing the house down. So what we're going to do, and no lies detected, but what we're going to do, uh, we will do the last question, and then we're going to go into my new favorite part, which is the riddle game. So I hope you guys are ready for the riddles, because she has definitely brought it tonight. What type of circumstances would lead you to consider either offering or asking for a hall pass? And we'll start, we'll start with Terry. What kind of circumstances? Yeah. For me, it probably would just be an open relationship. 
Yeah. You know, if I if I'm in a monogamous relationship, it's either we do it all the way or we don't. Right. You know, if I, if I need a hall pass, that just means we're kind of we enjoy the sex. We like the friendship, but we're not ready to make a commitment. If I see somebody on the side, you see someone on the side. We it's it's uh, I guess the, what's the new thing? Uh, the side piece. Yes, that's that's a hall pass being a side piece. But it's it's maturity. <laughs> Uh, it's, it, yeah. it's, 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 it's just maturity. That's all it is. If you're in your forties and fifties and, and you're still trying to do that, you probably need to go back and do some soul search, yeah. you know, uh, cause you just outgrow it. You just right. got to know who you are right now. Right. It's like we were having a conversation about the brothers in the DR. I agree with the young lady who said 90% of everything she said, most of those dudes are immature, whether they're in their twenties or forties. When you run into the DR to get with prostitutes and stuff like that, that's just immaturity and you're a lost soul. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And Lakita. But here's circumstances. Yeah, here's the thing for me. I would say boredom. I would say boredom. Um, you know, once you get bored and just to address, because I've seen it kind of rolling past that the guy said in the comments that that's the problem that we don't want to listen. Let me tell you something. This is not about listening. But what you're not going to do is sit here and try and compare and belittle a class of women saying that they're a little bit better. They are a little bit more understanding. They're a little bit more. Exact. We're not doing it over here. They're a little bit shit. No, they're not. Maybe to mm -hmm. you. And that's your that's fine, but understand that we are women from where we're from right. and that we're going to stand on ground in that. And that's just the bottom line. That's just like us telling you, oh, those those men uh, from such and such are a little bit sexier in bed. They're a little bit this, they're a little bit that. And that's it. Like, yeah, we're not doing right. that. Yeah. Tasha? Um, and yeah. then Terry? <laughs> well, let Tasha go. Let Tasha go and then I want to respond. Let Tasha go. Put your finger up when you have to go to the bathroom in church because you don't want to interrupt. So I, I had to put, I had to raise my hand. So um, I agree. We're not gonna compare. Um, sometimes when people are saying things, they use the wrong words. However, <laughs> I will say, however, um, being multicultural because that's what I am. Right. Um, American. Haitian American and Southern. That's a very broad mix. But anyway, um, it's all about how you're raised. And it doesn't matter from where. It's yeah. it's how you're raised. Not a comparison, just yeah. how you're raised, period. Because a lot of women from what I've lived and what I see in the South treat their men differently than women in the North. Yes. Um, and a lot of women in third world countries treat their men differently than other countries mm -hmm. that are prevalent and financially stable than those countries right. because they still live behind the ideology that a man takes care of and a man is the head of the house and a man so everything is about a man right. however if yeah. you take that same ideology and carry it to the north they're going to tell you to kiss their ass because a man whole ain't ass. doing nothing <laughs> the whole ass not even part of the ass the Cracked whole everything ass. whole <laughs> in the north you have women still working in steel mills 
and yeah. taking care of household full of boys. So they don't want you to bring them anything about what you're telling them about a man, you know, because right. they're doing just as much as a man. But in the South, you still have women staying at home and their husbands go out and bring them whatever they want home. So they're like, my man, my man, my man, my man. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of men like to be catered to. That's that that Ed and that ego thing. Yeah. And up north, we don't listen to Ed and ego. Mm -mm. Th those are people's names, Ed and ego. We don't look at that as a characteristic. So I don't want you to get, because see, you my new friend, Lakeisha. You my, you my new friend. I don't want you to get upset. They use the wrong words. <laughs> Period. They just use the wrong no. words. We gonna, <laughs> everybody's the same, but how they raise makes the yeah. situation. Okay, go ahead, Terry. No, no, I, I told she kind of she kind of said what I what I was gonna say. Um, for a person making that comment, I'm using that well traveled because wherever right. you go on the planet, men and women, um, I've been blessed being multicultural as well to travel half of the half of the world. And I've met black women from all over and they're beautiful from all over. And it depends on how you're raised, your culture. So I, I told her, I said, that's all I was, I was going to, I just echo what she was saying. I just echo. The one thing I do want to say yep. being the only woman on the, the conversation and to all the women watching and listening, let's stop putting each other, all of us in the same category. Right. You know, the man you dated 20 years ago is not the same. The man you dated 10 years ago or five years ago, we're all different, just like women. And I think what happens when we get into emotional relationships and we get emotionally hurt, and that's what it is, it's emotionally hurt, we act out and we seem to put all the bad people in one category. You know, I, I used to say this, I said, ladies, if there, are, if there are 20 men standing in a room, can you pick out five of the good ones? Mm -hmm. Most women can't do that. You ain't psychic. You ain't Dion Warwick. So you got to take your time and get to know that one brother. Now, if he's just not a good fit for you, make him a friend. Make him a lover. Put him over here. But but too many women, I'm speaking from men now. I'm speaking for the majority. I, I can speak for 80% of black men between 30 to 50. We were always getting put in this category of bad men before you get to know us. Right. And we need to be judged by a character. We need right. to be judged if we show up. You know, and put it this way. I, I say this to women all the time. If I take away your money, who are you? So if I take you take away my money, you still going to love me? You still going to be down with me? Mm -hmm. I, can, I can eat. I can make the money. But if you just coming at me because I can take care of you, it's got to be deeper than that. Right. And I'm speaking for men. I'm not speaking for women. I'm speaking for men. And brothers, if you got a problem, holler at me. We can build and get better and write a book so ladies can read the handbook so they can know us. Because one thing, remember the movie Boomerang with Eddie Murphy? Mm -hmm. Eddie Murphy <laughs> made a scene. He made a comment. He says, you got to pay attention to women. You got to study them, pay attention to detail. And I've been doing that since 1992, studying women. So, because I always tell a woman to love me is to know me. You can't love me if you don't know me. Right. right. If you don't know I'm an intellectual vegan and I like to work out, don't change that. Help enhance yeah. that. And then if you like to do that, my job is to support you. We bring it together, bring this partnership and build a life. Mm -hmm. If you happen to be bisexual and you want another woman, I'm cool with that. But if you want to be heterosexual, there's me and you against the world. Let's go get it. Right. Yeah. You know, but 
we have to we have to come back and hold these conversations. And if in the next five years, all of y'all meet five men, do not put them in the same category. Get to know those brothers. Mm-hmm. You know, give them a clean slate. You got your rules where you got your tissue list where you ain't gonna take no mess. Yeah. But but give them a clean slate. Get to know that brother. Right. You know, we out here, y'all just gotta dig a little too. Right. You know. Because y'all keep saying, let me say this right quick. Y'all keep saying it's like 15 to 1. No, it's not. No. It's like it's it, no, it's really even. It's like it's like it's like five to one. Because when you go quantity versus quality, right? You know a lot of bunch of quality sisters out there to balance brothers out. Yep. That's what we gotta look at. So so sisters, I feel your pain, but can you feel mine? Right. You know, we gotta have more conversations like this. Yeah. I love it. That's true. I, excuse me, I am going to say, listening to both Lakita's side as well as Terry's side, as well as reading the comments, this is the whole purpose of the show. If this is your first time tuning in, then this show is to bridge the gap in communication between men and women. It's not to sit here and just listen to respond. It's to sit and listen and digest and understand and be able to converse back and forth with that person and not be in a defensive mode and not be, you know, in your feelings or whatever. And both of these two are exhibiting very well that they are highly capable of having a sensitive conversation, uh, very, like adults, like two adults, you know, no one's yelling at one another, no one's shooting each other's point down. They're both coming from two different sides of the spectrum, but we're still meeting in the middle. So but I can do this 10 years ago. <laughs> what? It's it's called it wisdom and age. It's yeah. wisdom and age. That's all I it could is. have done this 10 years ago. I could have done this 10 years ago because I can respect your truth. Um, mm-hmm. even if 10 years ago your truth was Terry, I'm not sure. Um, I have a high sex drive, I'm not ready for monogamy. Um, like you mentioned, your experience with two girlfriends. I can respect your truth. That's the whole thing. And 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 what you said tonight with the accountability of women not putting everybody in the same boat in a relationship, I think that was so brilliant because so many times that's exactly what a hurt person does, you know, and not being able to, you know, and it is a conversation, Dubs, it is, you know, mm-hmm. and not being able to, you know, hold other people accountable for your past. If you have mommy issues, daddy issues, work that shit out. But don't bring that shit up because that's going to affect the sex, the, the communication. That's affecting everything. So I, I 100% agree that not all men are the same, you know, and, and we have to stop. We have to stop. And, you know, we can't judge other people based on what someone else done. That's just right. overall, you know. And that goes that goes that goes to the fellas too. I mean, I'm I'm yeah. not gonna sit here and be women. I'm gonna get on the men. I'm hard on men. I lose a lot of male <laughs> friends because they do mess up. And I get on their case and stuff like that. And and fellas, if you if you if you got out of a bad relationship, don't step into a new relationship until you get your mind right. Don't bring that luggage into a new relationship. I wanted I to this day I have love and affection for this woman. But when we got together, my first mind said, give her some space because she had just got out of the divorce, you know, and I didn't. So me thinking I could save her, you know, she wasn't ready. She hadn't healed. So the mistake she made in relationship wasn't her fault. 
because she didn't have time to heal. And I right. was trying to get I was trying to give her love she wasn't ready for. I'm like, well, as long as I love on you, you're going to be all right. And it wasn't that. Everybody needs their space and time to grow so they can come back and be the right person for you. And I think in a lot of times when we get, I, I'm guilty of this. I've been in relationships where I've been hurt and I jump right into another relationship. So now I'm bringing all my feelings, all my emotions, all my damaged goods to this next person. And now I'm messing them up. And that's where we got to stop this cycle. I've done it as a man. So my last relationship, and I'm not ashamed to say this, I haven't been in a relationship in two years because I said, let me get me right. And it's been the most peaceful two years of my life. I mean, because and because whoever I connect with now, I got a clear head. It's not hard. Life is easy. I always tell people, life is easy. We complicate it. You know, and we have to, as people, we got to stop getting in our own ways. I'm in our own way. When we get upset, we just got to relax. And when it comes to a relationship, because once you get past that physical and two people get intimate, now you start thinking with the wrong head. Now you start making emotional decisions. And when you're talking a relationship, you're saying, well, are we together? Are we just kicking it? Are we going to ride or die? Are we just going to build something together? People got to start having these conversations. What was the thing I told you? I said, women, do this when you meet a man. Be like, you just want to have sex or you really want to get to know me? Put them on the spot. Make a man up right there. Right. You know? If you catch me in the wrong now, I'll be like, hey, I'm just trying to have some fun. And that's with it. But I'm going to call you in the morning. Or if the conversation is <laughs> different. That's important, too. <laughs> if the conversation is different, I might, I might hold out and wait because I'm like, wait a minute. I might be able to build with you. Yeah. You know, I know we're going to go there at some point because we've grown. But let's see if there's something else besides sex. And a lot of people right. don't do that. You got you got 40 and 50 year old people still acting like they're 20 and trying to be grown. At some point, ladies, y'all got to put on your big girl panties. And fellas, you got to put it, put on your big boy drawers and grow up. Yeah, that's it. Okay, we're well, I'm so excited about this game. I, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling over about this game. I'm I so see excited. you dancing and stuff. So wait, hold on. I got a little intro for the game now. Wait a minute now. So for those who didn't tune in last week, we had the riddle game. And the riddle game itself, we were upset that we had to end the show because it was already like past 930. Well, tonight we are going over 930 because we're going to play this game. So you guys have tuned into the truth serum. I am your host, Simply Bree, and I got Tasha, and then Tasha, who you who you got with you? Going to serve. He ain't even paying attention. Huh? Here, that it was your cue, Terry. It was your turn. What did I do? To, I'm sorry. Supposed to announce yourself. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I was drinking my tea. And who else we got? Who's below me? Lakita Marie Smith, the one and only. Oh, she gave it. Okay. Yes. Well, this is time for the riddle game. Boom, boom, boom. What? Now, in order to win or be eligible to win, you must be a subscriber of uh, the channel. So please make sure that you guys subscribe if you choose to win. We are going to have two lucky winners. Now, how the game goes, I'm actually going to keep track of the winners. Well, not winners, but the people who get the riddles correct. If you get the if you're the first to get the riddle correct, then you are that winner. You get that one point. Um, at the end, the two people with the most points are our winners, and you will get free merchandise. So, Tasha, let everyone know what you're giving away tonight. 
Well, if you are a winner of the Riddle Game, you will get a brand new pair of shades from Garnered Sunglasses. And I have male and female shades. Yes. Tasha, I wanted to tell you, too, your commercial sounds so sexual. Uh, Put it on your face. (laughs) Okay, well, okay, so. Uh, Every time I hear it, I cry. Okay, so I can't get rid of that. That's something that happened in college, and I'll have to tell you that at another time. (laughs) Okay? Okay. Okay. Also, I do think I do know that um, our guest Lakita will also yeah. like to sponsor a prize to the winning contestant, yeah. and that would be Lakita. Yes, and so um, a lucky winner will be receiving um, a candle. So it's called Resilient Period, and it comes in a really nice vessel. It's reusable and recyclable. And so what you can do is sit it back and get refills. And so um, you can either get this scent, which is amazing, and we have a new scent, which is called, yes, Gray Sweatpants. I don't know if you guys can see it. I'm just trying to make sure. Look, I'm, yes, Gray Sweatpants. Gray Sweatpants. Is <laughs> gray sweatpants is good for foreplay, um, date night, or the man cave. So um, the winner can decide between the two candles: gray sweatpants or resilient. Period. I'm gonna have to buy some anyways. Listen, right? Yeah, Make sure you, amazing scent. Sure yes. At the end of the show, <laughs> I will ask both of you guys to. Put your plugs in, announce your business, and how people can get in touch with you. But without further ado, let's go ahead and get this game started. So the first riddle is on your screen. I Uh have no life, but I can die. What am I? Is this two different ones? Are these two different ones, Tasha? Yes. Okay, hold on, guys. Sorry about that. Yeah, it's just okay. toxic. What? Okay. There you go. I have, I have no, no life. life. I can die. What am I? All right. So this is Terry. Oh, and this is open up to the public. So whoever gets the answer first. All right. I mean, comments. I, I have. No you want us to answer these? Yes, you too as well. Yes. You guys, answer. You don't get to win, but you can answer. I'm the okay, first thing saying battery. Yeah, my cell phone. Was a battery. battery? Okay, yeah, so the so first yeah. person they get that cell phone. Battery. Yeah. I have no life, but I can die. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dubs, you got one. Next one is I never ask questions, but I'm always answered. What am I? I will say, um, <laughs> um, Echo, like Google Home, those type of um, home devices. Door? <laughs> Siri. <laughs> Was it door, Tasha? It's a doorbell. Oh, okay. So now we got to figure, are we going to give that to her? Yeah, we'll give it to her. Okay. So Michaela, <laughs> Michaela got one. Dubs got one. So it's tied up. All right. Come on, Terry. I'm rooting for you, man. I, I, I'm, I'm lost right now. 
I'm just here. <laughs> you can you break, can break more easily without even touching me. What am I? Say that again. You can break me easily without even touching me. What am I? Oh. Mm. Okay. One person says phone. One person says silence. Michaela said heart. Oh, heart. Wow. Is that it? No? Okay. We still got it. Come on. Come on, uh, Lakita. She looks confused. <laughs> she's frozen. She's frozen. she's frozen. Yeah, she's frozen. You can easily break me without even touching me. What am I? Yeah. Come on. Give up. You guys give up. You're going to be like, oh, man. I give up. Okay. So, Lakita. Okay. I'm you, you promise? Back. I know. Natisha yeah, says I'm promise. Back. Promise. Okay. So, Natisha got it. Natisha got one. Okay. So, we got Dubs one, Michaela one, Natisha one. Um, okay, so next. So, how many more are we going to do? Two or three? Um, I'm going to do all the ones that I got up here. I got okay. like two more. Okay. I am tall when I am young and I am short when I am old. What am I? I'm not going to even answer that. I'm gonna... <laughs> not gonna... <laughs> no, you need... What is... <laughs> Come on, girl. Like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Doug says code. <laughs> that, that sounds like a penis. Right. <laughs> <That's just laughs> Lynette says wind. You sound like a white oh. penis. So. <laughs> <laughs> I can't <laughs> say that person with osteoporosis. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't think that's the answer if I had to guess. <laughs> okay, so the Candle? Yes. Candle. Greg said Greg said a candle. candle. Okay, so Greg got it first. All right, Greg. What did Greg say? Candle. A candle. Represent the fellas. <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, here's another one. What goes up and down but does not move? Where y'all getting these questions from? <laughs> that's Tasha. That's Tasha doing. Okay. That's her stuff. Up and down, but does not move. I have no clue with this one. Up and down. Yeah, I'm cool. I need y'all to stop. I'm cool. Nobody so Google in the answer. The thing is, the thing is, you can't think too much about it because it's really not that deep. It goes when you get it, you're like, oh, okay. Let me see. Stairs, penis, Akila says penis. <laughs> Natisha says stairs. Dub <laughs> says, is it stairs? Okay, so the first one that says stairs was Natisha. So Natisha has two. You know what, Akila, that was a good guess. That was a good guess. No, this is good. This is really good. Oh gosh. Okay. Um, let's see. The next one. Ooh. 
I am tall. Oh, wait, we did that one. What say what what stays where it is when it goes off? That's from last week. Is it? What? Yes. Well, let's see if they get it anyways. Okay. No. What stays I where don't... it is when it goes off? Hmm. Panties on floor. Oh. Um. Is that it? Uh, uh, Michaela said it. Michaela got the answer. Alarm. Okay. <laughs> she said panties on the floor. That was a good I guess. Think, I think my mind is in a wrong. I got to redirect the way I'm thinking. It's okay. It's okay. Your mind, your mind is in the right place. Don't worry about it. It's telling on me. Yeah, it's telling on me. It's the rain. It's telling on me. It's Girl, okay. listen to rain. Get everybody messed up. Speaking of rain, this is going to be... For the tie break. Well, no, we need to do two more because right now the score is Dubs 1, Michaela 2, Natisha 2, Greg 1. So... Terry 0. Terry 0. That's okay, Terry. That's okay. All right, so the I next one... one I want on there. What yes. gets wetter and wetter the more it dries? Oh. No looking it up. No cheating. Come on, come with the answers. Don't Google it. Y'all take yeah, it too long. Yes! Michaela said a towel. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm gonna so, do the questions next week. Uh-uh. <laughs> that was good. That was really good. That, yeah, that one, that was a really good one. Okay, so right. in this case, our winners are actually. Uh, Michaela and Natisha. Um, so Michaela has three and Natisha has two. So we will actually let Michaela pick first. Um, does she want to go with the sunglasses or does she want to go or with candle. the candle? Those so were Michaela. very productive questions. <laughs> yes, they were supposed to be. <laughs> okay. I, I, I thought it was me. Okay. No. <laughs> When, when I was loading, no. When I was loading the questions, I was like, "Oh my god, this is going to be so sexual!" Oh my god. See, that's I what was, I was thinking. I, yeah, I was thinking it was going to be related to the topic. <laughs> I wanted it. I wanted everybody's mind to stay in the same place, but not. So I wanted it to be funny. <laughs> it, it, it was funny. That was yeah, good. but you put our minds in the wrong place. Of course, yeah. We already done went there. We done talked about open relationships and polygamy and everything that you can think of. And then we sit here talking about what's get what gets wetter and wetter as it dries, like <laughs> a towel. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> well, there's it's one that she put that she didn't put on there because she thought it was probably a little too provocative. Go ahead and I read them that one, Tasha, because I don't have it. Okay, so Terry, it says. What's six inches long goes in your mouth and is more fun if it vibrates? A toothbrush. Oh, okay. <laughs> I had no idea. It is. <laughs> but it's, it's have... a sexual connotated question, but it's not. Yeah. I, I was like, I have... oh, no. <laughs> I had no idea. She's like, uh, uh. I, was, I cannot. I do the other one. There's a V one too that you that you. Okay, have. so it says. Okay, it says, "What does every woman have that starts with a V 
and that she can use to get what she wants. A voice. A vibrator. See? A voice. A voice. My voice. voice. I'm a talker. I'm a Virgo. A voice. There you go. Oh, God. Yeah, because that worked. Too. <laughs> um, Michaela chose the candle. Yes. Michaela goes to the candle. So, what we will do, do you know which one, what what, what two options does she have? What she type of candle do you have? Gray sweatpants. I have gray sweatpants, which is amazing. And um, gray I have period. <laughs> huh? I have gray sweatpants and I have um, a candle called Resilient Period. I'm trying to make sure I go. Okay, here we go. Resilient. So it's up to you which one that you would like to choose. It's two different scents. There, um, just letting you guys know, there is a small lag online because of yeah. the storm. So people yeah. are um, answering kind of so slower. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Resilient Period and gray sweatpants. And so she can decide which one smell like. Yeah. Oh, she said, what do they smell like? What I do is I'll send her the scent description. Um, Resilient is um, fresh bamboo leaves, black coconut, and ozone. And um, gray sweatpants is fresh. It's like a a spa scent. And it also has undertone of musk. But it's a totally different musk. It is. It's an amazing scent. It's totally different. Like I, that's my number one seller, actually. <laughs> I like that. Like I said, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm so glad you guys played. I like my little riddle game. <laughs> okay, so she says she's gonna go with resilient. Period. So, okay. what I'll do is I'll I'll get her information and I'll send that to you, and then you can just send it to her directly. Okay. And then, um, Natisha, Natisha been winning. Natisha just won on. Monday, um, with the, the Simply Sports Show with trivia. Um, so Natisha, you won a pair of sunglasses from Garnered. So Tasha will reach out to you and um, show you your options that you have for the sunglasses. So I will give her your information because I already have it, and she'll reach out to you directly. So with that being said, we are, um, Coming up to the end of the show. Mm, I hate it. But, you know, people, you guys got stuff to do too. So what we're going to do is we are going to um, have both of our guests tell us where you guys can find, you know, where they can find you. What do you have going on? And um, how can people show their support? So uh, we'll start with. Lakita first, and then we'll go over to Terry. So, Lakita, how can people get in touch with you, and what do you have going on? So, um, my name is Lakita Smith, and I have two businesses. I have a Better Love Film Society, which is a nonprofit organization. You can follow us on Instagram at ABL Society, and you can also follow my personal Instagram at educated underscore Bella. Thank you so much. And um, also, I have a publishing company called Educated Bella Publishing. So through the organization, we provide mental wellness scholarships for minority women in college. And gray sweatpants, which I love to show, Mm -hmm. and Resilient Period makes 
it possible for us to actually give these scholarships to minority women in college. We do free self-defense and gun safety classes and advocacy work as well. Criminal justice reform, we pretty much have our hands tied in our ears to the ground with anything that's going on so that we can advocate for people of color um, within our community statewide and on, on national level. So if you wanna connect with us, the organization is Abella La Femme Society, my personal Instagram is educated underscore Bella. You can find me on Facebook at Lakita Marie Smith, and you can follow the organization at ABL Society on Instagram. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank Ooh, you. Awesome. And next we have Terry. Terry, let them know how can they reach out to you? What do you have going on? And how can they show their support? What I got going on right now, you can always reach me online. I'm on the radio every night in Nashville at 92Q Nashville. I did a quiet storm for a couple of stations, but that's the main one. Uh, my book, Stop Rushing to Love, coming out with my uh, co-author, Carbon Collins, will be coming out Valentine's 2021. And then people know me for being one of the godfathers of Neil Soul. So there's a conference coming up in Atlanta. It's going to be at the Hilton Hotel, Juneteenth week called the International Soul Music Summit. Um, go to my, um, just my personal IG, L-O-T Bello, and all that information will be up there. But uh, I appreciate you ladies. I had a ball and uh, thank you for inviting me. Oh. Whoa. Where's it coming from? Um, listen, let me just say that the hurricane, I just got um a notification, is no longer a two, it's a hurricane it's a three now, a category three. So that may be so you guys tell me as well, because no telling what, what it's gonna be when it hits Atlanta. Um, but it is gaining strength, which is weird because the forecast said that it wouldn't gain strength. Mm -hmm. Wow. And so well, you um, be, you be yeah. okay. okay. Thank you so much. Um uh Natasha Natisha had asked what was um Terry's Instagram. His is Hello T Bello. Um so thank you both for definitely being our guests for the truth storm. You guys did amazing tonight, wonderful discussion. Um, we are always glad to have you guys back on at any point in time. So what we're going to do is we're going to get ready to close out the show. Tasha, what did you uh, think about tonight's show? I uh, had a good time. I I learned a lot because, um, like, I, you know, the male perspective is what I, I yearn for. So I really, really appreciate Terry's point of view on a lot of things. Um, it doesn't clear things up for me for some things. But some things, you know, as a woman, I'm just going to be honest. I ain't willing to change. Right. At this age, I'm just not. I've, I was raised this way. My understanding is this way. And I'm just going to be that way. Like, what's mine is mine. I'm jealous and I'm possessive. So once, once you have said that, I'm your somebody and you're my somebody. We ain't finna go add nobody into this. No playing in the this, sandbox? No, no, ain't no uh, uh I kick you behind in the sandbox. And then throw sand in your eyes. But girl, girl, what? You better you better tell me what you want. You better open your mouth and communicate what it is that you want. And if it's no longer me, say that. Because I can't leave and there are plenty of people waiting for me. 
Yeah. Mm. Mm. Don't hit. Okay. Well, tonight, oh my gosh. So I love every one of our shows. I love every one of the shows that's on this network because it all of them bring similar situations and similar concepts, but they're right. very different. The energy right. is different. The host is different. Everything is different. So mm-hmm. I don't think that you can look at any of the shows and, and say, oh, that's just like that one. Because if I don't surprise you, if Tasha doesn't surprise you, then my guest will surprise you. And Thanks. I mean, I, I simply love it. Tonight's conversation, um, I too am selfish in a sense. Um, I don't like sharing uh, because I don't share myself, but that's my own personal preference. I cannot say that I've ever been in a relationship where I was okay with hall passes. Um, We did entertain the thought of a threesome when I was in a serious relationship, but he actually, because of his own insecurity, um, was like, no, never mind. Um, And I was like, thank God, because I didn't want to do it anyways. But, um, you know, I feel like now as a a much older adult, I don't know, maybe I would entertain it. Um, Maybe I would be just too busy with this network. And, you know, maybe that's the way of spicing up the relationship. I can't say that I would. I can't say that I wouldn't. Um, I don't know what could happen. And so with that being said, I'm always open. I'm open to understanding you know, the the way that life happens um, and just trying to look outside of my own box. But right now, I ain't sharing nobody's snicker bar. You, I got two, two twig sticks and you can't have near. I just feel like, you know, there's a very thin line between hall pass and cheating because at one point, you know, Ooh. women can't feelings when we, we, we catch feelings and so yeah. if that thing is good to me it's gonna be good to somebody else and somebody might catch feelings and then they're gonna catch these hands it's gonna be <laughs> you know that that's the other thing and then we'll go ahead and close i feel like when you open pandora's box you open it up to anything to happening you know them possibly going out and doing it some more simply because you don't want to. Like, how do you, let's say you start off with an open relationship and then later on down the road, you no longer want it to be open. Can you close that door? Can you really close that door if that's how you guys actually started and got together? If your partner is having fun, if they're enjoying it, are you going to be looked at differently for now saying, I don't want to do this anymore? Do you have to leave the whole relationship alone? Yeah, so. The whole thing. Throw the whole thing in the garbage. So, yeah, that's that's just the way that it is. Um, But that's tonight's show. I am so glad that you guys were here to join us. Our guests were amazing. Our audience, give it up for the audience. You guys, you guys came through with the guests. You guys did really good. The feedback was amazing. Please make sure you guys subscribe to this channel so that you receive notifications of the next show because next week honey next week we have Renita Gray as well as June and the topic is do you think past relationship secrets should always be kept hidden so you don't want to miss that one 
Uh, visit simplybree.com uh, for all of the shows, upcoming shows, past shows, past episodes. Um, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you comment, like, share. Follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is right there. Simply Bree. Just type that in. You'll find me. And Tasha? Yeah. And I am no one you know. And that's N-O underscore one underscore U-N-O. Yeah. So with that being said, Tasha, I kind of want to play your commercial again because it's just so, so sexy. So we're going to go out with our commercials. <laughs> and you guys, Tasha, I wish we could just say subscribe to Tasha's voice, man. Listen, we're going to get your voice an OnlyFans account. Yeah, look, push me, sis. Push me. <laughs> if you guys would like to use my voice in any of your commercials, I am She is available. she's very much available we will so we're going to go out with the commercial you guys we'll see you again next week tune in Monday for Simply Sports we love you guys good night good night you are tuned into the he said what radio network with yours truly Simply Breathe Be sure to join us live every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the He Said What Show and Wednesdays 8 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the Truth Serum with my co-host, Tasha. (sighs) Take it in. All you need is the sun kissing your skin a spring in your step, and a fabulous pair of sunglasses by Garnered.com on your face. Get you a pair. Visit Garnered Sunglasses and Accessories on all social media platforms. And that's Garnered, G-A-R-N-E-R-D.com.